Got ourselves a finance-only piece coming your way right now. And I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate you guys as always. I appreciate your time, your attention, you know, inside of the cube and listening to my financial thoughts. But for those of you guys out there that may not know, if you want more of an advanced discussion that's centered more around options trading, then definitely check me out on Tasty Trade, man. I'm so humbled and honored to be able to host a daily show over there amongst other things. But my main thing, my flagship show from theory to practice every day, one o'clock central standard time for a more advanced discussion. Whereas F cubed is very much, you know, beginner holistic finance talking about, you know, investments and credits or in credit and budgets and all that kind of stuff. But check me out on tasty trade every day, one o'clock. Jim Schultz here for the F-Cubed Podcast. It is a Wednesday, and man, I am I am on point today. I want to get right into it. I don't want to dawdle or dilly-dally at all. So today, got a finance-only piece coming at you guys. We're going to talk about a little something called dividend smoothing, which is something that you may have never heard of before. Even if you are an experienced trader or investor, this is a term that's not too often used or even referenced. It's something that I used to use in the classroom a lot when I would explain to my students kind of, you know, dividends and what they are and a company's dividend policy and what have you. But I really am hopeful that this might give you guys, you know, a little piece of content or information that you can't really find anywhere else. A lot of my stuff, honestly, is nothing too earth-shattering. But this guy, you know, I don't want to call it earth-shattering, but uh, but I think it's kind of interesting. So, first and foremost, some companies pay dividends and some companies don't pay dividends. So the reasoning and rationale for why a company might choose to pay dividends is kind of beyond the scope of what I want to cover here today. That is absolutely its own podcast, its own YouTube video, it might even be its own YouTube video series. And so I definitely don't want to get into it today to kind of keep this podcast, you know, around 10, 12, 15 minutes or so. So let's assume that a company does pay dividends. That decision inside of the company, I can assure you, is not taken lightly. I don't even need to be sitting in the boardroom. I don't even need to be sitting next to the CEO or sandwiched between you know, the COO and the CFO to know that this is going to be a decision that is made in the context of the company's dividend policy that is quite serious. And the company is not going to just shoot at the hip and just hope that they can make their dividend payments, can just hope that they generate enough cash flow you know, to maintain you know, these dividend payments out into the, out into the foreseeable future. The company is only going to choose to pay dividends if they are quite confident that for the foreseeable future, they're going to be able to maintain or even grow those dividend payments. And here's the reason why. So the first thing we want to understand is that dividends are the result of a company generating profits. When a company generates profits, it can basically do one of two things with those profits. It can either reinvest the money back into the company 
oftentimes referred to as retained earnings within the accounting circles for all my accountants out there that listen to the podcast, right? I, I picked up a couple things in your field of expertise. Or the other thing is they could pay out those profits as dividends. So you either funnel it back into the company as an investment or you literally send your investors a check that is a dividend that is basically just a thank you for being part of the team. And I actually did do a little YouTube video series on the basics of dividends and kind of how you figure out or find if a company pays a dividend and how much it is. And so definitely kind of check that guy out or check those guys out if you haven't seen them yet or if dividends are kind of brand new to you. Well, that dividend payment that the company makes, because of the way that it's structured, it is not a guarantee. The company is not obligated in any way, shape, or form to pay you, the shareholder, a dividend. They don't. If they just choose not to pay the dividend, they don't have to pay the dividend. But again, once a company engages in dividend payments, the likelihood that they will continue to make those dividend payments and even grow those dividend payments, i.e. smooth out that dividend payment stream over time, is very, very high. And here's the reason why. So generally speaking, investors invest... Now, I'm not really talking about active traders, which is you know a little bit more closely related to my own interests and you know the space that I work in. You know, at Tasty Trade and even with some of the F Cube content. So I'm not really talking about active traders. I'm really more so referring to kind of long term, kind of your standard investor that just kind of, you know, chunks some money away and then hopes that that money grows over time and then they kind of play the game from that angle. Well, generally speaking, those types of investors invest in order to make money in one of two ways. They either want to make money through capital gains, which is the stock price increasing, or they want to make money through income, which is the they're receiving these dividend checks. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be one or the other. It's not necessarily mutually exclusive, but a lot of investors actually treat it that way, and rightfully so. Again, kind of another topic for another podcast. But generally speaking, for our purposes here today, let's just kind of bucket these guys off into, you know, your growth investors that are oftentimes referred to as, you know, going for capital gains, going for stock price appreciation, or your income investors going for dividends. Well, another blanket statement, another generalization that is actually usually pretty true, investors that are earlier on in their lives, that are earlier on in their you know, investing lives specifically, oftentimes focus more on growth, less on income because they see more potential for higher returns in the growth, you know, kind of area or in the growth field of stocks. And there's a lot of truth to that. Investors that are later on in their investing lives, oftentimes, you know, now they're kind of in the capital preservation mode. Now it's not really about accumulation of capital. It's really about preserving the capital that they've already accumulated. Yes, they want to continue to grow it, but probably more at a modest pace. They're, they're willing to be a little bit more conservative with their investment selections at this point in the game. Well, these investors oftentimes will look to income 
as a primary means for preserving and or slightly growing that capital. Well, that being said, now maybe you can start to put the pieces together in that if I'm an older investor and I'm and I'm investing in company ABC or even, you know, Walmart or Target or Procter and Gamble and they pay a dividend of 2% or 3% or 3.5% or whatever, I'm in a stage in my investing career where I am actually counting on that dividend. That dividend is very, very, very important to me. Even though it's not a requirement, even though the company is not obligated to make that dividend payment, I'm getting into this thinking, I want this dividend payment. You better pay me this dividend payment. This isn't necessarily like a willy-nilly thing from the investor's perspective either. They're getting into this thinking, all right, I'm counting on this dividend. Well, guess who knows that? The company knows that. They know, yes, they're not obligated. They know, yes, they don't have to do this. But they also know that if they don't do this, if they don't follow through with their dividend payment stream, whether it be steady or slightly growing or whatever, that investors will not be happy. And what happens when investors aren't happy? They sell your stock. What happens when they sell your stock? Your stock price goes down. Well, ultimately, what are companies trying to do? Publicly traded companies, of course. They're trying to increase their stock price to the best of their ability. That is one of their primary objectives, if not their most primary objective. And so they want to keep their stock price elevated. And so they're not going to do something that they know is going to have really, really negative consequences for this stock price. So... They're going to start a dividend policy if and only if they know they can maintain that dividend policy. Now, things happen, right? And companies can't foresee the future with 100% accuracy. And so you'll still see companies, you know, miss a dividend payment or cut a dividend payment or what have you. But for company, for dividend paying companies, this is very infrequent. I mean, go to like Yahoo Finance or Google Finance or whatever and look at the dividend payment stream of a company especially a very well-established company like Pepsi, for example. You're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. You're going to see a very steady stream of dividend payments. That is not by accident. Those dividends have been smoothed out over time on purpose because companies want to keep their shareholders happy and they know that the investors that are the shareholders that are most interested in their stock, their dividend-paying stock, are going to be older in life, they're going to be more well-established, they're going to be looking to preserve capital, and they want those dividend payment checks. Because if you don't deliver on those dividends, they will sell your stock and they will move into another company that will deliver. There isn't exactly a shortage of the number of substitutes of dividend-paying stocks. There are thousands of them. Companies know this. Companies are smart. So they're going to smooth out their dividends over time. So that's it, man. I hope this was helpful for you guys. You know, a little something new, some dividend smoothing. And uh, man, let's wrap it up right there. I will see you guys on Friday. Hey guys, real quick. Just wanted to make you guys aware if you don't already know about this. Uh, every Tuesday night, Autumn and I get on Facebook live at 8.15 Central Standard Time for about a half an hour. And man, we just answer questions. We have an open discussion about all things fitness, finance, and faith. And we've been doing this 
for all of 2018, and it's been a lot of fun, and we really look forward to it every week. And so I wanted to make you guys aware and invite you guys to join us on the next Tuesday. You know, as your schedule permits, man. I mean, we're all busy. We're all super busy. And so just pop in for a few minutes, you know, just kind of be a casual observer or bring a question or a comment or an issue or whatever. Facebook live every Tuesday night, 8.15 Central Standard Time. I will see you guys there.